What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Good morning and welcome. Welcome. I'm Carrie Rowan, host of Look for the Good on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can listen online, around your mobile device, in your car, or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 radio. To learn more and for a full schedule, go to dreamvision7radio.com and get our apps. Thanks for listening in, everybody. I can't wait to share this experience exciting edition of Look for the Good today, and we have a fabulous special guest, so stay tuned. And before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that today's show is sponsored by Karen Chabot. Did you know there's a hidden vibrational language within the mathematics of your birthday? It's fascinating work that Karen does. She's a trained professional Vedic astrologer and a mystic with a master's in Ayurvedic medicine, and she uses this vibrational language to decode the past, present, and future direction of your life. Find out about soul contracts, marriage and divorce windows, past life stories, money success, relocation windows, your intended life purpose, and karmic entanglements with others. Karen will help you raise your vibration by an octave. Discover your birthday's specific healing, blessed, and stress frequencies, and make informed decisions about your ideal residential location, lovers, careers, or find out when an illness may appear or disappear. Karen's readings often provide exact dates and details with particular people in precise locations. So don't be in the dark for 2023. Go to KarenChabot.com to schedule your reading today. That's Karen with a Y, K-A-R-Y-N, Chabot, C-H-A-B-O-T.com. And I can speak from personal experience having had two readings with Karen, and both were profound in unique ways. So what are you waiting for? Schedule yours today. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And here we are at Look for the Good, where we find the good that's happening around us regardless of the circumstances. And all of it's based on morsels that I share with you from my book, Tell a New Story. Tell a New Story talks about five simple ways to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life, because let's face it, people, that is why we are here, to talk about joy and to bring more joy into our lives. And that's why I'm so excited to, in a second, introduce you to my special guest, Linda Joy. How perfect is that? And so as you know, we do talk about morsels from my book. We talk about stories. And a lot of times we talk about the stories that need to be rewritten, the stories we need to shift in our lives, right? Because stories are so important to our communication. They contain a little, they're like a little microcosm of our lives, right? They contain all the details of what's going on in our subconscious mind, things that we don't even realize are happening. So a lot of times they serve a really fabulous, great purpose. Even when we find one of those negative ones that we have to clean up a little bit and reframe, they still serve a purpose in our lives. And that's the beauty of this, is to find compassion for ourselves. Even when we find one of those stories, one of those negative little buggers that we need to rework, 
so that they can really enliven and empower our lives. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's why Linda Joy is coming on the show. I absolutely love the power of authentic storytelling to connect and heal. And that's what Linda talks about. That's one of her catchphrases. And it's super powerful because not only, not only is it important and we follow the five steps that we talked about for releasing those negative stories, but once we release them, they become these beautiful positive lights, these stories that can inspire other people around us. And we, my friends, as we always talk about, have the choice, don't we? Sometimes we don't realize that when we give our power away, but we always have the choice to come right back to who we are, to set a new intention about the stories that we want to share, to take a look at those stories and, and just really see how they're affecting everybody around us. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And boy, does she have some fabulous stories to share with us. Let me just introduce to you Linda Joy. She's a mindset elevation coach, storytelling guide, and best-selling publisher. She's been using the power of storytelling to transform her own life over the last 30 years. Storytelling empowered her to go from welfare mom to award-winning entrepreneur. To date, her authentic storytelling, writing, and publishing model has guided over 240 women in sharing their story in her company's sacred anthology division. She's also the publisher of the beloved Aspire magazine since 2006. I am delighted to have on Linda Joy. Hello, Linda, and welcome to the show. Hey, Sunshine. Thanks for having me. You know, um, every time we connect, we always have such an amazing conversation, so I'm looking forward to serving your audience and circling up with you. Well, thank you. We're just so thrilled to have you here. You have so much to share and so many amazing stories. And, you know, it's, it's really incredible that how our work really kind of reflects each other. And you coined that phrase, authentic storytelling, back in 2010. Can you share a little bit about your de- definition of that? Yeah, well, for me, it was a part of my own personal journey. And when I started the publishing company, which I was uh, really encouraged to do, I already had Aspire magazine, and I had this vision. I had such a big community of women, and they were struggling with the stories they were telling themselves. And they were successful Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. There were women from every walk of life. And so when I started the publishing company, I had this deep desire that my publishing company would give women a voice and a venue to be able to change their inner story, but also have a platform to share that story. And so, God, way back then, um, I named it and trademarked authentic storytelling. And what it means to me personally, why it received that name was, sometimes we walk around life with a mask on, right? We hide our authentic voice, our authentic self, because we're afraid of judgment. And then when we dive into stories, we have these scripts in our heads going, well, I can't share that part of my life or that part of my truth because uh, there's so much shame or self-judgment or others will judge me. Well, authentic storytelling, um, when the model was created, was it's a style of writing that captures a pivotal moment of transformation. Now, the transformation could be inner, so maybe they had, um, it's a moment of change. So it could be that moment of inner awareness when they made a new choice for their life, or maybe it was the pivotal moment when something outside them um, kind of nudged them or forced them to make a change. So authentic storytelling is bringing the essence of a woman's experience, truth, and wisdom in a specific writing style out onto paper. 
and it serves two important purposes, and this is why it's important to me. I realize when we guide women through that authentic storytelling model, in their mind they be, may be saying to themselves, oh, I'm writing a chapter for one of Inspired Living Publishing's best-selling anthologies. But what we hear from the authors during the process and after is, whoa, I didn't know. I still had layers of healing that were embedded in that story. And so the writing of the story using our unique model actually is healing for the writer, releases the residual energies, wounds, triggers that were in the lived experience. And then secondary, their truth shows up on the page in such a way that our readers are like, oh, I get her. Oh, I'm not alone. Oh, if she can do it, I can do it. It has been unbelievable. And it, like I said, it was birthed from my own personal experience the 20, 15, 20 years leading up to starting the publishing company um, that I realized I'd been using storytelling way back when I first got off welfare. And it didn't have that name, um, but I've been using it. It's got me on NBC, um, national talk shows. It has got me a keynote in front of um, big audiences. And storytelling, as you know, Carrie, is about connection, intimacy, vulnerability. And it builds this connection between reader and um, the writer. Absolutely. And I love what you said about how the writer heals as they're writing the story. Because I don't even realize that I didn't know until I started doing it. As you start, you think that you've handled these stories from way back in the past, right? And when you start to write about them, something very cathartic happens. I mean, the same thing with me with stories, which are, with songs, which are just three-minute stories. But as I wrote my book, I felt that same thing that you're talking about. That is so beautiful and powerful that you can offer that space to these women that join um, these books, these anthologies. I've seen them. They're absolutely gorgeous. They're so moving. The stories in there are very much tear-jerking. And as you said, I feel that stories are a reflection of each other. So when you read my story and I read your story, Linda, we transform from each other's stories because we see ourselves in that story. And I love what you're putting out to the world. It's super transformative. Thank you for doing that. Mm, it's my soul's purpose. And I, it's hard to believe it's been 13 years, um, 20 books, not all of those anthologies. This will be our 20th book that we're announcing later this month. And I pinched myself because it wasn't a desire to grow a well-respected, um, established publishing company. It was my desire to give women a voice and a venue to share their stories. And I want to say share their stories from a place of empowerment. Not in, mm -hmm. Authentic storytelling is about their story. It isn't about what Charlie or Mary did to you. It is not the victim's story. It is the transformational pivotal moment when they owned their power in some way, whether it was inner or outer, as I shared. And, um, and then here we are. So what just started as a dream in my heart to serve has almost, you know, become this whole garden of blooms with all these women's stories and there's so much more coming in 2023 to give them that voice on an even um, bigger platform. It's beautiful. It's like, you know, it, it's this transformation altogether. It's a community that you've started, right? It's just, it, it sort of takes on a life of its own, if you will, you know, because when you're, I feel like when you're on your path, it does, it leads you very powerfully and it does start to take on a life and an energy of its own, which is what you've created 
which is such a beautiful space for women. And I've been part of your programs before, and the way you support women is amazing. And how do you support these authors and these women as they're, you know, they decide, hey, I want to share my story, I want to be part of your anthology, and the healing as the healing process unfolds? Well, I'm quite different from many other anthologies. A lot of them just say, here, click the button, and you're in the book. I hold an interview. I accept applications for every single um, book that I do. And then I personally hold a conversation with every single woman who's interested in stepping into one of our books. And that's for two reasons. One, to make sure we're all in energetic alignment, which is important to me. Second, that the project will support them um, with their visions and dreams, as well as teaching them how to write a story. And for me, that's really important because I believe that every project that I birth, whether it's Aspire Magazine over the last 17 years, the radio show, the books, and many other media brands that I have, it's about creating a sacred container. So when my authors step into a book project, they're stepping into a sacred container that's already been created and held, and we guide them through the process. We guide them through all of the authentic storytelling um, masterclasses. They get live support from myself, my chief editor, who is extraordinary, Deborah Keevan. And they are loved and supported. Deborah takes care of a lot of the editorial, but Carrie, guess what I work with? I work with the mindset because, as all entrepreneurs know, and 95% of the authors that come into my books are heart-centered women entrepreneurs. I help them um, shift what comes up during the storytelling. For some, it's visibility triggers. For some, it's who am I to share my truth. For some, it's I can't write. I'll never be able to write. And I have heard that. I am not a writer. Carrie, out of 240 or is it 260 authors now because we just finished the book, um, I can say I probably heard I can't write, Linda, at least 50 of those times. And they are all best-selling authors now. And the authentic storytelling model not only helps them write the story for the book, it helps them find their voice on paper. It, 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 it ripples out to how they connect with their own audience and business. And, and, and I want to circle back on that because remember I said, even though I didn't name it authentic storytelling until 2009, Carrie, mm-hmm. I've been using stories since I got off welfare in 1989. It was wow. my story that led me to getting jobs as soon as I got out of the job training program. I think it was 1990. It was my story um, that led that Department of, um, well, back then it was called Department of Welfare, um, to ask me to be a keynote speaker in front of 400 women. It was my story that led. 10 years later to NBC to fly me out to Beverly Hills to tape Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus about my story. And it opened up so much, speaking at Simmons College Graduate Work, Center for Women in Enterprise way back then. I tell people now, they're like, how did you grow your business? I said, authenticity, intention, relationships, collaboration, and service. Those are my five feminine principles. And through that story, People don't mm-hmm. do business with businesses. They do businesses. They do business with the energy of the business owner. Mm-hmm. And storytelling helps us really connect and serve. 
Absolutely. And it gives them so much insight. I love that, Linda, that you said so many powerful things that really, really resonate with me. And your story is so amazing. And you've been, you know, you've been using storytelling in your life and your business for close to 30 years. I mean, that is so incredible. And I'm sure you've talked about this welfare, quote unquote, your story about getting off welfare. And was there a pivotal moment in your life that you realized the power of story? Because sometimes when we're just in it, you know, sometimes we have to step back and take a look and say, wow, that's, that's my moment. That was my turnaround story. You know, it's funny because um, probably from the last, for the last year I've been really diving into storytelling and I've been reflecting on my life going, was there a moment, Linda, that you knew the power? And there's a, there's a couple moments. Um, I'm going to choose one. So there's one when, the, first I want to I preface by saying the woman I am today wasn't the woman I was then. So I was an extreme introvert. The thought of speaking petrified me, um, gave me anxiety, all of that. But I've always been had a service-based heart. So when the organization knew I graduated from a job training program and got a great job and then started my own business with no experience and that business was growing rapidly, a woman shelter that I really respected um, reached out to me and said, Lynn, will you speak to these women? Now, I got to say, Carrie, um, I was blessed. You know, even though I was a wealthy mom, I was blessed. I had the support of family, right? So mm-hmm. these women were, had really struggled. Many of them had lost custody of their children. Many were in recovery centers. They, they had lived a life that I could never have imagined, right? So I walk in, and, you know, here I am. I walk in, and there's 30 to 40 women there. And I get up in front, and the whole topic was um, about shifting your mindset and telling yourself a new story. And there happened to be a dry erase board, and to this day, that was just, that was so unplanned, but it was pivotal. So I shared with them, um, and I won't go into the whole thing, but basically mm-hmm. how I went from severe anxiety, depression, wish I was not here, to... Um, slowly making new choices and choosing a new mindset, choosing new beliefs, and how I, how I personally rescripted my life and that it was baby steps. And I look out into the okay. audience, Gary, and there was um, a woman. She has an arm back on the chair, and she's just staring at me, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm about to receive something here. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I was very honest. I was a sexual abuse survivor, high school dropout, runaway. There was a, there was a long line, a queen of self-sabotage, Carrie. And I had she mm. just shared that story, story with them. And so she sits back giving me, like, really intense energy, and she says, you're going to stand up there and tell me that you don't wish none of that ever happened. And so I just, I just held that in my heart because I could feel her pain because I had been there. And mm-hmm. by the grace of the divine... I see the dry erase board behind me, and this was all spirit-led. And I drew a curly-haired stick figure, Carrie, and on the dry erase board. Which is you. And I said, <laughs> yes. And I said, okay, I get it. I should, I should have shame and erase the part of my life where I was a runaway, where I was a high school dropout. And every time I mean something that I should have perceived shame about, or regret, etc., I kept erasing. I said, what else? And she goes, well. You know, being a single mom at 22, I said, okay. And I erased another part. And then as they looked at the image, there was so much missing of me. And I turned around and I said, the woman I am today could not exist if I didn't have those experiences. 
They do not define me. And I'm going to tell you, she softened Carrie. And there was so much more to it than that, but I, mm-hmm. I, for the sake of time, she softened. And at the end of the, the talk, I got so many hugs, tears, women opening up to me saying, I, oh, my God, if it's possible for you, is it possible for me? That was it. That's one of the pivotal moments when I knew story inspires connections. Story gives them a sense of what's possible for them. And, and then that began, I said, speaking that, you know, for like Department of Welfare and all that. And that's going back, that's going back to 2000, 2002. Wow. So that was my pivotal moment when I knew what you could do with truth, vulnerability, and a, and a, and a sacred story. That is absolutely so. I've got goosebumps, and I'm sure my listeners have goosebumps too. That was so powerful. I love that stick figure with curly hair of representing you and how we eat away at pieces by, by the shame and not wanting to share things about ourselves. What a beautiful visual, and I'm sure that you absolutely transform lives with that talk. And thank you so much for sharing that story. But everybody stay tuned. We're going to take a quick little break right now. We will be back with Linda Joy the amazing, authentic storyteller. Hold on, everybody. Come right back with Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of DreamVision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Did you know 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? What if you could know ahead of time what each week will bring you energetically so that you could plan better? The Energy Almanac is an easy-to-use guide with 52 weeks of astrological insight for people who love astrology. With the Energy Almanac, you can learn which gemstones, crystals, and essential oils to use each month. This book is bursting with holistic tools and resources. Plan according to the planets. Don't miss out. Get your copy at theenergyalmanac.com. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. 
It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, and we're back at Look for the Good with our special guest, Linda Joy, and she has been telling us the most goosebump-inducing stories, and I can't wait to dive back into it. Welcome back, Linda, and let's talk a little bit about that visual that you just gave us, because that was so moving for me. And you were talking about how, as you used that stick figure with curly hair to represent when you were erasing a little piece of yourself, how we do that with ourselves. We erase those stories that are shame stories, stories that we're embarrassed to tell, stories and parts of ourselves that we want to hide. But really, in those stories lies the most beautiful part of ourselves and the authenticity and the truth and the vulnerability and how when we share those shame stories, they no longer have a hold on us. Yeah, that visual, like I said, it was led by the divine. That was not a planned moment. But it was as healing for me in that moment to go through that process of drawing it as it was for the woman. And I've been sharing that. That must have been about, God, that could have been like back in 1995, 1998, when, when I was speaking there. And do you know, I still share that story, Carrie. And I just recently shared it in a small group call as um, mastermind with some women or men that I'm supporting. And I shared it. And I got 11 emails back in with the majority of them saying, Linda, that visual just actually just hit my heart because it made me realize, oh my goodness, I am not showing up as a whole person in my own life because I'm so busy hiding so many aspects of myself, whether it was due to shame, regret, um, um, self-judgment. And so the awareness when I shared that, that process was I need to heal these parts of me that believe I can't show up fully. And that, I, I got tears on one of them because it was like, you know what, my whole damn purpose, every pain I've ever gone through is just for that moment, for that woman's experience mm. because um, I gave her something to anchor in because we can hear about processes. We can be guided through processes, but until we take it into our energy and our psyche, that visual helped her see where she was hiding parts of herself. And the beautiful part is because she anchored that in, she can now start healing or filling back in those places in herself. Absolutely. And that is so powerful when you can have that moment. I often try to teach that to people as well. And our, our work is kind of similar in that fashion where if you're not doing something in your energy, right, I mean, we all know stuff. We all go to seminars. And we kind of walk out, we're all excited, we've got our notes that we took. But how many of us actually take action on that? 
And I think you just filled in a very, very crucial point to transformation. And that's, yeah, we know a lot of stuff. We've seen a lot of stuff. We've heard. We've read. But do we actually put it into our energy field? And how do we put that into our energy field? How do we make that change that we know we want to take? How do we make it our own? Yeah, that's so critical. I mean, we were raised and taught and programmed that um, learn, 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 knowledge is everything. And I'm not saying it isn't, but there has to be an end, right? And the mm-hmm. end is we are energetic beings. Our mindset, our beliefs, all of that are part of our energy field. So you can take care of your physical body all you want. If you're not taking care of your spiritual and emotional um, energy centers, that's where the struggle is. So for me, it's taken in on all layers and doing healing on all areas. Um, one of the biggest things with the stories I see um, and we receive and work through with the woman is, and it's the truth for my own self, think about it, um, and this is a question for you, Carrie, and the audience. When we think of our life, there's always a portion of our life where we have a story of, I'll use, in my case, victim. I'm a victim. Everything always happens to me. This is going back, like, back in that period of time. And, of course, that's an energy, right? That's, that was a choice I was taking on to put a definition to what happened to me. And I realized one day, and I wrote about it in our first anthology, A Juicy Joyful Life, I had a dark night of the soul. Uh, back in the early 90s, I was contemplating not being here, and I had a beautiful five-year-old daughter. I was sitting on the side of the road. And I'll keep the story short. I was pounding the steering wheel, tears my, coming down my face, I, life was hard, and I didn't want to be here anymore. And I can remember my T-shirt was soaked. And at that time, I didn't have a connection with any divine source. So I remember yelling at the sky, if you're up there, what the freak is going on? <laughs> like, I don't believe. And suddenly everything got very quiet. I could feel a breeze on my face. I felt this peace come through my body that I will never forget. And I heard... And and for those wondering, no, I'm not hearing voices. I just heard from this inner knowing, um, and the words were, um, I'll paraphrase, the truth of who you are was never touched as a child. The story you choose to continue telling yourself is causing you the pain. And I heard, now you would think just hearing that, Carrie, that I'd be like, what is that? What am I hearing? No, want to know what jumped out at me? the word choose. All of a sudden, mm. this inner knowing within me said, choice, I have a choice. I don't have to feel this way. Why didn't anyone ever tell me this? And I grabbed right. the napkin and I was, yeah, I was filled with such hope. It was flowing through me. I grabbed the Dunkin' Donuts napkin and I sat right and I want to feel joy. I want to know how to receive love. I want to know how to express love. And I filled that napkin, Carrie. I don't, I can't to this day tell you what happened, but I can tell you that about an hour later, I put the key in the ignition and I began a new story, a new life. I'm not saying it was overnight. I picked up my first personal development book, Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, um, Marianne Williamson, and began my journey back to reclaiming all of me and writing a new story. That was my, my personal pivotal moment of we choose the story we tell ourselves. We do not have to own victim energy. We do not have to own shame energy. We can shift it. It takes work. And through authentic storytelling, that's the beginning of that journey. So that's my journey of 
shifting my story, and that's gone about 32 years now. That's amazing. I love that story. is so powerful. I've heard you tell me that story before, an event, but I still, when I hear that story, it just so rings true, you know, because choice, and I talk a lot about that in my book. We do have a choice, but we don't realize it at the time. <clears throat> we get very focused on the things happening outside of us, right? And we don't realize that the only thing that we ever really can change is our mind. And that's exactly, yeah. you heard that, you know, we, you heard that incredible story and you, it shifted you. You said, wait a second, I don't have to be this victim. And I talk about victim stories as well in my book because it's a really important, we all do it. You know, and again, I think yeah. that's a really important, you know, we, we all do this and we can turn those stories around just like that turnaround story you told us. And I talk about, and you talk a lot about looking for the blessing, right? I mean, it's very similar. Look for the good, find the blessing, you know, and even finding the blessing in our lives. And then we talked about taking the action that's going to get us there because we do have the power to choose being a blessing, finding the blessings and being a blessing, right? Like taking that action step to be a blessing in other people's lives, I feel like is, is really, really changes the story. And maybe you could share, you know, it, it changes the story because when we can embody that, that's the change. That's changing our energy, isn't it? It's completely in, um, in, before I share a powerful seeing the blessings moment, I want to um, just make sure I close out my statement. Mm-hmm. If you feel that you have a victim story, do not judge yourself. And because it's just a part of your healing journey. It, it is what it is. But now that you're aware that you have it, it's a beautiful, empowering choice to know you can rewrite it. So do not judge it if you were there. Um, we have all been there and sometimes can fall back into it, but you have the power to change it. And I just wanted to share that so no one calls in more shame because they identify in that energy at this moment. It's just an energy. Mm-hmm. It's not who you are, Donna. So Agreed. So I, I love that. And I'm so happy you're talking about seeing the blessings because you follow me personally on, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, I have a large following, and I'm really authentic and real and open and honest while still staying inspiring, empowering, and supporting to my audience. And Dana and I went through a lot in the last couple of years, um, in 2019, and this is a seeing the blessings um, story. Um, He was diagnosed um, while we were building our new home with a pituitary tumor that was costing him his eyesight. That's how they found it, actually. Four days later, they find a double brain aneurysm in his main artery. Now, as anyone that follows me on Facebook, they were part of that journey. I would share that through it all, the hashtag was um, seeing the blessings. If you go to my personal page and just enter it in my personal page and all the posts will come up. We chose Carrie in a very, very scary time that we were going to find the blessings of every day, even in the midst of the chaos and unknown. And then I would write and I would post, and it doesn't mean we did not feel. It does not mean that we didn't cry. It does not mean that we wondered if something would happen, you know, that it could go the wrong way. We chose not to focus on what ifs that we had no control over that would take away our spiritual and emotional energy and drain us, which also means it drains your physical health. We focus on hashtag seeing the blessings. What happened from those stories being shared because it was a, it was a year process, it was a year process, was 
people with breast cancer. Woman who said, can I share this with my daughter? She just lost her husband. It went viral. And I continued to share the journey and the blessings. And I got to tell you what happened, Carrie. Miracles freaking happened. Miracles kept flowing in that we could never have seen throughout that whole time. And I, it was Dana's journey, and I asked him. I, I had only made one post, and when I saw the response, like 250 comments, I said, Dana, people need to hear this. They need to hear that we can choose blessings over the bullshit. When life gets hard, do you mind if I share? He says, if it helps one person, share away. And, and it was powerful of how when focusing on the blessings, it opened us up to receive so much love that was supporting us, miracles and medical miracles um, that are a, a topic for another um, conversation. Little did I know, he had that surgery in 2019, aneurysm, COVID hit, they couldn't do his aneurysm surgery till late 2020. They did that, 2021, I collapsed and then rushed in the hospital and had emergency surgery and spent 13 days fighting for my life. And I chose to see the blessings. I chose to see the miracles and the recovery. And I just had my second surgery um, six months ago, seven months ago. You can see and find and focus on blessings even when life is hard. Like the nurses would come in, Carrie, and go, um, I would say, give me my magical elixir. Like, don't come in and say, here's your IV, magical elixir. Now, I want to state for, for a moment, did I have fear? Did I get afraid? Of course I did. I chose not to stay there, knowing that it would only bring my health down more. So seeing the blessings is something I'm really passionate about. I always, the phrase is, see the blessings, not the bullshit, because you have a choice. You don't have to focus on all the drama or all the chaos in your life. Um, you can focus on those little pockets of joy, those little pockets of things to be grateful for, and guess what happens? They get magnified beyond belief and more flows your way. Have you found that to be true too, Karen? Absolutely. I, I love everything you're saying so much, and I try to live by that as well because we get what we focus on whether we want it or not, right? So why not shift our focus to the stuff that we do want, even when it's hard? And I couldn't think of a better example of suffering through some of these hardest things, but, but seeing the blessing within them. And sometimes it is hard, but that's when you get the bigger response. I feel like you get the bigger response from the universe, the harder it is. The more you can find something good in a hard situation, the, the more blessings come your way. It's just the way the universe works. And it's so powerful to focus on what we want versus what we don't want, even in the midst of the very, very things that scare us the most. And so we're going we're gonna to stop for a second on that note because Linda's story is so powerful. I know we want to delve into that more. So come back with us, everybody. Stay tuned for a quick little break right now. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at dreamvision7radio.com. Did you know 2023 will be highly introspective and intuitive? What if you could know ahead of time what each week will bring you energetically so that you could plan better? The Energy Almanac is an easy-to-use guide with 52 weeks of astrological insight for people who love astrology. With the Energy Almanac, you can learn which gemstones, crystals, and essential oils to use each month. 
This book is bursting with holistic tools and resources. Plan according to the planets. Don't miss out. Get your copy at theenergyalmanac.com. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, and welcome back to Look for the Good with our special guest, Linda Joy. She's just been sharing the most incredible stories. And the last thing we were talking about before we broke was she was talking about her magical elixir. I want to hear more about that because she renamed her therapy, her IV therapy that she was receiving, magical elixir. And what effect did that have on not only you, but everybody else around you, Linda? No, that's a great question. Um, as, as you know from this conversation and anyone that knows me, I'm all about energy and what comes around me is really important. The words we use are really important. So, you know, the first couple of days in the hospital after emergency surgery, I was kind of out of it. But I remember probably day four, the nurse walking in and she goes, okay, I have your whatever the heck the long medical name was. And I was living on IVs. I wasn't allowed to even have water for 13 days or anything because they thought they'd have to reopen me. So that was my life force, right? Um, so many IVs, antibiotics, et cetera. So they come in and she walks in saying this big medical name. I said, Hi, darling. I said, I have a big favor to ask you. I said, um, I'm all about energy. I'm all about intention. And I prefer that when you walk in, if you have to say anything, would you mind walking in with a gr- big smile on your face going, hey, Lynn, I've got your magical elixir here. And <laughs> yeah, you should, because some people would not receive that well. And this amazing woman, as she did, and she said, tell me what you mean. And I said, well, I said, I need my body to know that this is healing, that this is love coming into me. I need every cell in my body to understand that. And, and I need, in the midst of this, to keep my vibration high, to believe in possibility that I'm going to turn the corner. So she said, I said, um, she goes, I'm happy to, and I'll let the next woman, un- 
you know, the next shift now. So she hung it, and then she looks around. My granddaughter had brought me a pile of crystals. She saw all my magical stuff. And so the next person walks in for the next shift, and she walks in, and she goes, okay, then it's time to switch out your, um, um, I mean, magical elixir. <laughs> and they received it. They received it, and then they started asking me questions. Because you've got to remember, I was an ICU unit, and everybody in there, deep agony, pain. I, I was in physical pain, um, but I still chose joy, right? So they would come in my room and feel this energy shift, even though they couldn't identify it. And then suddenly, Carrie, two or three nurses at a time coming in on their breaks. And you talk about what race is. What do you mean a mindset shift? What do you mean we can choose? Like sacred freaking conversations. And so what happened was, I think it was day six, this woman with no uniform walks in, no badge, she said, hi, Linda, and I said, hi. And she goes, you have a moment? And I said, oh, I'm not going anywhere, with a smile. And she starts talking to me. I said, well, I, I'm not sure who you are. And she says, well, I'm the floor's case manager. I said, well, I've never been hospitalized. I really don't know what that is. She goes, I oversee the entire nursing staff, and every morning we have a staff meeting. I hear about all the patients. And I said, oh, okay. I said, so what do you need? And she says, I want to know why everyone's fighting to get assigned this room. <laughs> they said, they, yeah, and I said, I, I don't know what that means. She goes, well, they're fighting for this assignment, and the feedback I'm getting is how they feel after they leave gets them through their day. And I got so oh. emotional, Carrie, because I knew in that moment that love is love. Joy is, is energy. All of it was an energy. Did it mean I was not in critical condition? No, I couldn't change my physical truth but I could still choose how I showed up. Do you know three of those nurses? Because I had to come home and visit nurses who said, Linda, you don't need to use visiting nurses. We'll come. We will come to your house. I will, we will help you get through the next two weeks. And that's love. That's energy. That's vibration. Now, in the middle of it, was I still in critical condition? Was I facing possibly being opened up again? Yep. Was I fighting an infection that was ravaging my body that they were trying to get under control? Yes. Did I have a lot of unknowns? Yes, but I still chose to see the blessings. And in that moment, yeah, that moment really shifted. My doctor had me speak to his, my surgeon had me speak to his nurses three times over the last year and a half of my recovery because I've had two surgeries. Just, and I've given him copies of my books. And he said, you, well, every time he walked in, he goes, you radiated love. And I said, I chose love over fear. I could not let the fear of the unknown, the fear of the energy that's usually in the ICU coming at you, you know what I mean? Like fear mm -hmm. of the unknown. Mm -hmm. I never took that energy on. I chose my energy field. So the magical elixir, I, I'll share another quick story. I'm now spiritually guiding friends and family members through their cancer diagnosis. Now, I didn't have cancer. Um, and I guided them, we need to shift. That is not poisoning going into you. Erase what the world says. You can control it. So I get texts now. They check in. And they're like, oh, I'm having my infusion of magical elixir. And they give me unicorn emojis. And um, they are choosing to be what enters their body. So I have one with breast cancer, one with lung cancer, all around my age and younger, um, and a second with lung and colon cancer. And I tell them, you can show up. You can you wear your unicorn little headband. You show up with the love and joy 
and, and you envision what's going into your body. Don't fall into a story. And so I see now that that medical experience that I had was so I could be a beacon of light um, to someone else that is going through whatever it may be medically. Um, there's, there's no accident that Dana and I were both given those experiences to, to heal something within ourselves on all levels, but also to pay it forward, right? To, Absolutely. to love and yeah. support others. Absolutely. And the shift that you made, I mean, that, that exemplifies what we were talking about before. We can know stuff, but how do you embody it? How do you embody it and make it your own? And that's what you did. You came up with a way that felt right for you to bring joy and light and love to a situation in the ICU. And people know what you're talking about if they've ever stepped foot into an ICU. It does not feel like that. It's scary. It's cold. It's dark. And you turned that all around and changed the vibration of that whole entire hospital, which is why nurses were lining up to come talk to you. What is that? What is this? They don't know what it is, right? It's just that because high vibration. They're so, they're so used to one energy. You know, it, it makes me think back yeah. to some of the stories in the anthologies. We've written stories, we've published stories of women who have, who have gone through their own, um, whether it was medical, personal, spiritual, who, who healed something within themselves separate from the medical diagnosis during that, that um, prognosis, during that recovery, there's this inner healing that takes place that, and I think you tap into this part of yourself that is bigger than any story about the prognosis. That's the best way I can say it. And we have a couple of women coming up in the new book we're about to announce um, that they're still deciding which story they're going to share, but I know at least one of them most likely will share um, what she's going through with her diagnosis. So circling all the way back to the beginning of the conversation, the authentic storytelling model, you, it isn't just a publishing model. It's a, it's a way of embracing your own story. And I'm, I'm so excited about all that's to come with my publishing company and more. So thank you for this conversation, Carrie. Absolutely. It's so powerful. And I, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about here. And I love how you take, you take your experience and all the amazing things that happen and all the transformational stories and all the healing that you experienced yourself. And then you make that the next, you know, theme of your, your next anthology. I just love how it's based on your real life experiences. And everybody can relate to that, right? Everybody's had that victim story. Everybody's been in a situation that was super scary. Everybody, you know, has had some sort of a medical thing that they've had to deal with by the time they get to be our age. And to be able to know that we have a choice and to be able to, to make that choice and, and have, give people hope on such a global scale is truly inspirational. And I, I just, I absolutely love and, and I'm humbled to, by the work that, that you do. And we love having you here on the show. Um, so thank you so much for being a part of all this amazingness. You're welcome. I love this new book. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Talk about the new book. I'm happy to. I I want to talk about it because there's so many authors that are listeners, and there's so many other authors on the station, and I think that they'd love to hear about this. What is the experience, um, in a nutshell, of being on your book? What uh, What is it like being involved? And tell us a little bit more about what you're looking for, what kind of authors and what kind of stories for this book. Well, we, first off, we're about to announce the title of the new book. When I choose a title, or it chooses me, I should say, uh, we make a big reveal. So for those listening, if you want to get on the VIP list, just to get the details, no obligation, 
just go to inspiredlivingpublishing.com. And right now we have a, just a little opt-in box to um, elevate in this website once again. And you'll get all the details. We're going to be announcing the name of the new book and the gorgeous cover at the end of February. Um, but I do have an invitation, Carrie, um, for anyone that feels like she may have a story. For the first time ever, I'm holding, with my chief editor, Deborah Keevan, at the end of February, I'm holding a complimentary four-day virtual but live. It's going to be um, taught live. Authentic Storytelling Writing Circle. And the theme will be Life Shifts. And we're going to actually teach a small segment, one hour a day, Monday through Thursday, 1 to 2 o'clock, with an exercise. We are going to help you identify um, an aha moment that would make in your life, a pivotal moment that would make a great story. On day three, we are going to help you choose that story and start getting it on paper. You're going to get a little homework assignment. And then on day four, we all circle back. But you will actually come and get to experience a taste of what the authentic storytelling model is. And you can register at AuthenticStorytellingWritingCircle.com. And that's February 27th through March 2nd, 2023. So if you just want an idea of what it feels like to circle up with other women, who have a story in their heart while getting support from a best-selling publisher and an extraordinary chief editor, take advantage of it. Um, and what we look for in our books and for authors, we publish women. I will say 95% of our authors have always been um, heart-centered entrepreneurs in the coaching, personal development, spiritual development um, area who have an online business. But we also accept women who do not have a business but have a deep desire um, to write a story and be seen and be heard. So that would be inspiredlivingpublishing.com. And Carrie, it's like um, I feel like a little girl at Christmas because I just received the cover. And um, my clients, oh yeah, I just received it uh, 48 hours ago. My clients are going crazy because they always have first options to come in first. And so mm -hmm. their big reveal is um, late next week. So um, you know what that little girl at Christmas is like waiting for Santa to come? That's what I Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah and, yeah, and there's an energy and every title is birthed through me. I don't publish a book just for the hell of publishing it. I wait till I receive the title. And what I've noticed is every title to date that came through was what women in my global community could identify and struggle. It's almost like I hear what that current struggle is in their life in the book. Like we've had choosing happiness, um, cultivating joy, courageous hearts, life reimagined. And yeah, so it's, I love when I just um, am able to bring sacred soul stories to life. It's, gives me such joy. That's beautiful. And, you know, this is a way for other people to, to get that story, that story that you know that you've always wanted to tell, you've been a little afraid to, you've never really published anything, or maybe you have. And contact, reach out, go to inspiredlivingpublishing.com, find out more about Linda's work and become part of the joy that she just emanates. I mean, I think we get these names for no coincidence in life. Um, and the fact that your last name is Joy just really speaks to who you are and what your mission is in life and, and servicing and sharing that with other people. So thank you so much for coming on the show. It has been incredible. 
maybe we'll have you on again because you still have so many other stories to share. But everybody, please jump over to Linda's website and take a look if you're interested in this new incredible um, reveal that you want to be part of this exciting next book and be a published author. This is your chance. So thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. And just to wrap up today, don't forget to go to my website as well, carryrowan.com, and you can find any of these past um, podcasts. If you want to hear Linda's over and over again, we appear every Monday, and this show will be every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. for the first two weeks in February, so stay tuned. And don't forget, today's show is sponsored by Karen Chabot. Did you know there's a hidden vibrational language within the mathematics of your birthday? It's fascinating work that Karen does. And she's a trained professional Vedic astrologer and mystic with masters in Ayurvedic medicine. And she uses this vibrational language to decode the past, present, and future direction of your life. So if you want to find out more about your soul contacts, um, your soul contracts, your marriage, your divorce windows, past life stories, money success, relocation windows, whatever's going on for you in your life. You want to know more about your intended life purpose and any karmic entanglements with others. Karen can help you raise your vibration by an octave. So discover your birthday-specific healing, blessed, and stress frequencies and make informed decisions about your ideal residence, locations, lovers, careers, or find out when an illness may appear or disappear. Karen's readings often provide exact dates, details with particular people in precise locations. So don't be in the dark in 2023. Go to www.karenchabot.com. That's www.karen to schedule your reading today. And thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, Linda Joy. It was fabulous having you on the show today, everybody. Have a wonderful day, and don't forget, it's never too late to live your best story. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.